You are listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and I'm here to learn alongside you through meaningful conversations with health and wellness practitioners. This is your time to experience some mindset shifts, learn practical tips, and get excited about what is possible. We want you to own the power of choice in your personal well-being journey. Let's discover what's possible right here in our Twin Cities community. Hello and welcome to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and today we get to have a conversation with Cole Carlson. As an empath and healer, Cole has spent countless hours sensing unmet needs, caring for illness, and learning the language of trapped emotional energy in the body. Her former career as a registered nurse, primarily in critical care, was instrumental as a stepping stone to discovering her love for energy medicine. When her own mental and physical health declined, she noticed Western medicine applying temporary bandages instead of identifying the root cause of her wounds. This caused her to search for holistic alternatives, leading her down the path of alternative and energy medicine. Through her own healing journey, Cole learned how unacknowledged childhood trauma and repressed emotions often manifest into mental and physical illness, unhealthy relationships, codependency, substance abuse, or other self-destructive patterns. She loves helping her clients reconnect with the emotional body to nurture their inner child and cultivate unconditional self-love and forgiveness through bringing awareness to unhealthy ancestral patterns we often perpetuate into our own lives. With a diverse background in allopathic and energy medicine, Cole holds a special skill set to help clients off the hamster wheel of pain and suffering to embody their authenticity and highest potential. She uses energy healing and a sound therapy called biofield tuning to harmonize incoherence in the body's electrical signal and recalibrate the nervous system back to its natural state of rest. Valuing a collaborative approach, she provides complementary care working with other healthcare or wellness providers when appropriate to ensure a relationship based on trust and understanding. She works with adults, kids, couples, and groups of all ages and backgrounds. Cole is certified as a biofield tuning practitioner through Biofield Tuning Institute and as a Reiki master teacher by the International Center for Reiki Training. And here we are with Cole Carlson. Nice to have you, Cole. Hi. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, I I just remember, gosh, was it already two months ago that we were at the Well-Connected Professional Networking event? And it was at Sankalpa, my first time there. And Cole was just this spark of light. She was talking about stuff I'd never heard of before. And the other pros were like, you need to interview Cole. And I'm like, yes, I do. Oh, thank you. It's a great event. I can't believe it already has been almost two months. I know. It's so wild. Uh, But I'm glad that we're able to connect. And I'm really excited for listeners to hear more about what you do. Because like I said, it's something I'd never heard of. And I've been in this integrative, holistic wellness space. And so this is really exciting to learn something new. So I'm excited to learn alongside listeners. So first, I'd love to ask, what's your story? How did you get into the space of energy medicine and bio? field tuning? Yeah, so it's quite a story like most, but I was born into a family with deeply ingrained traumatic cycles. So 
I began experiencing some of these repetitive trauma cycles and abuse in very early childhood. And similar to most families with these heavy trauma imprints, we don't talk about our emotions or about our difficult experiences. It's just like they get carpet swept. And it's one of those things that if you put your brave face on and pretend like you're okay, then you are okay. So we don't do things like therapy or asking for help. It's still fairly difficult for me to ask for help. That's kind of something that I've found that I'm working on. But with that comes, we have a lot of perfectionistic kind of tendencies that I think is also pretty common in these situations where if you're making everything look good in the material world, then everyone can just assume that everything's fine. But I think this can be very confusing for people because when you grow up in a household where you are very well cared for in a material way and everything looks good on the surface, you have all the toys you could ask for and you have all the name brand clothes, nobody really questions anything. So then you get older and you're like, life looked really good on the surface. So why am I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. What's here? And I think that's really common in today's society. And it's very unfortunate because there's such deep pain in there that is just crying. Your inner child's just crying for help. Um, And so what I ended up doing to ease the pain was a lot of self-medication, a lot of just denial and dissociation. And so when I finally became so full of subconscious pain that my body could no longer tolerate it, essentially my mental and physical health began to decline. And I was working at the time as a registered nurse in critical care and caring for other people all day. And that was, I was born a caregiver. It's been in my, it's in my blood. And so this was something that was really hard for me when I realized I wasn't caring for myself. That was a big aha moment. Like you've been spending all of your time worrying about other people when really what needed your attention was you. And so coming into that awareness was really difficult, honestly, It was hard to say, I do need help. I'm not okay. And to actually ask for that help and admit it to myself, just coming into that self-awareness piece. And so I finally became curious. I've always been a very curious child. And so I became curious enough that I decided, let's see what else is out there. I noticed how Western medicine was putting bandages on wounds instead of getting to the source of the problem. And so I was, this kind of catalyzed my desire to get to the source of the problem. And how I did that was through finding Reiki and through finding energy work. So when I found that and I started to dig deeper, I was able to locate the emotional wounds behind all of my mental and physical pain and to see that was really the driver of all of it all along. And I didn't realize it. And so I became curious enough that I started to look into what our exactly the energies behind this, not just the emotional energies, but what else? And then I found, okay, light and sound are the two main energies that create our biological blueprint. And so as you have the light and sound waves, they elicit a biological response. And that is sends a message to our nervous system, which then sends a message to our entire body. In this search for this truth, I found Eileen Damacusic's work, her Tuning the Human Biofield book and then Electric Health, Electric Universe. And those books really were what I needed to satiate my left side of my brain, my my science brain that needed to know, okay, great. So we know this energy 
can be moved, but how, how does this work? And how does the energy field work? How does, what is a bio field? And so once I found this work, it was really what I needed to catalyze my progress forward into my own healing and also into starting up my own business, working with energy and using sound as the main practice that I use now to do that. Yeah. I would love to check out that book because I think I'm also very science-minded. I was pre-med in college and it's nice to know that there is evidence. There is science backing this information. And I also want to acknowledge just the journey it took for you to get to this point. I feel like as you were talking, I was like resonating on so many levels. I'm like, oh, this feels like my story, but also not, but also there's so many layers of connection. And yeah, I think that it's something a lot of people have to come to terms with at some point, right? Just that reconciliation of how you presented and performed in the world versus what was actually going on in the surface. And that conflict, that contrast just ends up causing issues unless you face it. And so I'm so glad that you sought out answers. And it sounds like you're in a field that is right for you and you're bringing in the science, you're bringing in your own expertise and experience and able to serve others. It's wonderful. Yeah, it feels really good. And I think you're right. I think there's so many that resonate on some level with so much of this. And unfortunately, we've been told as a society that you just suck it up and move on. And we're not really trained to listen to our emotions or to meditate and to tap into our heart space or into anything natural about us. It's like technology and just escapism has been the way of the world and it's really harmful for us. And so I think as we start to be more aware of that and listen to our bodies again, listen to our hearts, we'll be in such a much better place. Yes, exactly. And I know one of the ways that we can do that is through our biofield. And now this is where you come in and you can influence that energy like you were talking about. So can you first tell us what is a biofield? Yeah, great question. Biofield is essentially like if you imagine a tree ring, how there's many layers and at the edge of your tree, at the trunk, let's say, is your time of conception. So that's when you were just a thought, you just were conceived. And then as you move in through all the layers of your tree rings, you will move into the now moment, which is present within your body now. And so the biofield is essentially all that space around your body. For most people, it's about six feet surrounding the body that just really encompasses the entire energetic field surrounding your body. So you can also call this like an auric field or an energy field. There's many different ways to refer to a biofield, but really what it's saying is that all the energy that is composed within this biofield is going to essentially trigger your nervous system into creating a biological response. Yeah, almost like nerve endings that just keep going out past your body. Yeah, actually our nervous system, we think of just being present within our body, but actually in truth, our nervous system is interwoven throughout our entire biofield and it exceeds, it extends six feet outside of our body. Uh, this is incredible because I just think about too, the time we just moved through the pandemic where they literally said, keep six feet apart from other people. And I wonder just having that separation for so long. And 
because you feel people's energy being around good people. You really feel that. And I think it almost, would you say like co-regulates and soothes our nervous system? Oh, absolutely. I always call us, we're walking tuning forks. If you're grounded and you're in tune and you're harmonized and you come into the room with people that are not, you're naturally going to resonate with whatever you walk into that room and you feel. And Mm -hmm. so if you have one grounded person in the room, that can speak volumes for everyone else and really help to bring everyone else into harmony as well. I have such a value and importance that I, on my own tune, what am I putting out into the world? Because I know that if I'm putting out a grounded energy, that's going to be passed along to everyone in my presence. And I think that's a really huge gift that we can give to the world just by taking care of ourselves. Yeah, to be that tuning fork for others. And so let's put that more into context because you work with tuning forks when you do biofield tuning. Can you tell us a little more about what that looks like and what exactly you're doing in a biofield tuning session? Sure. So the biofield tuning sessions really have a couple different elements. And we start with, we open up the energy centers above your head and up below your feet. So that's like the positive and negative end of your battery pack, if you will. So at the feet is you're going to, you're going to ground into the earth. That's going to open you up to your negatively charged energy. And then we plug you in at the head to the solar source, sun creator, however you call the creator of all that is, and that's going to plug in the positive end of your battery pack. So when we are plugged in at the head and the feet, we are open and accessing infinite energy. That is, that is source energy. That's where ideally we want to be all the time. But in the world that we live in and with all the chaos and with life itself, we become unplugged quite often. And so when we become unplugged, we now no longer have that pressure release valve to let out those repressed emotions, to let the emotions flow. And instead they get stuck in our nervous system and in our body and in our subconscious, where we later then have to feel the effects of those blockages. So to be able to charge that, what does that look like then in practice? If I was a fly on the wall watching you work? So essentially you're just going to, you're going to see me and feel me getting you grounded with my voice and you're going to listen to the tones of the tuning forks and you're just going to allow those energy centers at your head and your feet to open. And once you do that and we're nice and grounded in there, we're plugged in, I'll move on into your field. And so that bubble around your body, that six foot tree ring or bubble And I'll start to work my way in towards your body as I listen to the sound of the forks. What I'm doing is I'm listening and I'm feeling for resistance, listening for any discord or disharmony and volume of the fork. Different energies and emotions give off different sounds. So anger might sound sharp or sadness might sound dull. And so as biofield tuners, we've been trained to hear the difference in the tones of the forks. And then if we just sit with that energy long enough, we can allow it to re-entrain and move that energy blockage through and put it back into your central circulation for it to be processed out and integrated. Once we've tuned the biofield in the perimeter, we'll then allow that energy to integrate by putting you in a little cocoon of energy where, the, where it can process over the next couple of days to a week. And during that time, people will notice some emotional detox symptoms sometimes, or they might feel some physical symptoms, but it's all meant to just be released from the body and to be detoxed in a way so that it can no longer be in the way of daily life and be sitting in the subconscious and our blind spots where we don't have access to healing. That is really cool to think about just how 
it's literally like physically, like the vibrations are shaking things loose so that it can get back into circulation in the flow. I'm, I'm just getting this visual. And I know I learned about this in my master's program, just like that diagram of how the energy flows and like that big circle <laughs> going up and down. And so it's just really cool to think about, yeah, energy literally being stuck, not only in our bodies, which we talk a lot about in yoga, but in your energetic biofield. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Are you currently looking for a naturopathic doctor? Consider scheduling a free 15-minute discovery call with Dr. April Jones, servicing patients all across Minnesota with her exclusively virtual practice. Using a root cause approach, Dr. Jones works with women to optimize their hormonal health, gut health, and mood, supporting them to reach that state of health where they feel like the most vibrant versions of themselves. Plus, she has a background in holistic nutrition and health coaching, which she can tie together with this clinical experience as a naturopathic doctor to provide a real supportive health partnership. So ask Dr. Jones all through questions risk-free at apriljonesnd.com and schedule your free discovery call exclusively for listeners of this podcast. Mention Well Connected during your discovery call and receive $50 off your first patient appointment. Uh, so I know because you're a nerd like I am, you also have the research to back it up. So tell us a little bit about the science behind the biofill tuning, any research studies that you know of. Yeah. So over the last, it's been more than 20 years, it might even closer to 25 years, Eileen Day McCusick, who founded and created the Biofield Tuning Institute, she has done numerous studies using clinical reports and also using some variety of research approaches, actually using devices such as like medical thermography, the Biofield Viewer, heart rate variability, biophoton counters. She's just used many different approaches to studying this. And what she's found is just significant shifts in people's before and after readings. Also, most recently, the Biofield Tuning Institute partnered with Dr. Shamini Jain. She's a psychologist and the founder of the Consciousness and Healing Initiative. They worked with the University of Arizona to do a study on biofield tuning for anxiety. And what they found was actually pretty miraculous. They discover that after only three biofield tuning sessions done one week apart. So this was over a period of three weeks and these were done virtually. They weren't even done in person. They were done across the country. And what they found is that the participants who prior to the biofield tuning sessions were classified as generalized anxiety disorder, no longer classified there. They were no longer on the spectrum. So it actually seemed to really eliminate their symptoms. And that was pretty, pretty huge for the research department at the Biofield Tuning Institute. That study was just published this month, I believe. So that was a big one for them. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing to get those kinds of results. And in, it's not something a lot of people I think can be scared of something like therapy where they have to talk through everything that they've experienced in the past. But to be able to work with sound and work with energy, it's something maybe a little more passive for the individual where they could receive, they can have that healing experience 
and not necessarily dive back into the depths of their trauma story. Yeah, you said that really well. That is the really the beautiful part about biofield tuning is that it allows us to go into those places and those blind spots and those trauma experiences without actually needing to re-experience any of it. So that's part of the reason why some really severe trauma cases find biofield tuning is because during that time, they have the choice. They don't have to go into anything if they don't want to. They can simply let the sound waves do the work. And I always tell my clients that if at any point they become uncomfortable or they feel unsafe or they're not ready to go there, they can go back to that space of neutrality just by listening to the sound waves and thinking about nothing else. They can go back to that neutral zone. And that's really comforting for people because a lot of the the reason we don't want to go into those spaces is because we're afraid we're like never going to come out. So if I allow it to come back in, what if it never leaves? It's like that friend that just never wants to leave or something. But in truth, there was a Harvard study that was done that shows that it only takes 90 seconds for an emotional waveform to complete its message if we can just sit with it for 90 seconds. But really what happens is our walls of protection that we put up after traumatic experiences, they just block and reject those emotional waveforms, those energies. And so instead of allowing that 90 seconds, we don't even get that opportunity because before it can even come into our awareness, we've already rejected it. And so this biofield tuning really allows us to put down some of those energetic walls and go back into a place of neutrality so that we can stop all of those little mini fires that have been placed all over in our biofield and are just asking for awareness and for attention. Yeah. It's just such a cool tool to be able to have access to and knowing that this is, yeah, that other approach that you can take. I wonder how does trauma manifest in the biofield? Like the the tree rings. I love that analogy. As your energy field goes out or, or starts to build inward, really, what is going on with a Trump traumatic experience? And then how does it express itself or end up in the biofield? And then when you cleanse it out, is it does it come back? Or tell me a little more about that. Yeah. So if you think about our energy body as like an electrical circuitry in our house you can have blockages if you don't have a ground wire. So if we're not grounded in because of all these traumas and all these difficult experiences and just going through life, we don't have an outlet for those waveforms. Each emotion, as most of us, some of us know, have a waveform. Our thoughts have a waveform. Our emotions do. Everything vibrates, right? Everything to exist vibrates and our emotions are no different. So if we're not able to allow that vibration to occur because we're blocking or rejecting the ability of it to manifest itself. What it does is it backs up in our energy body and it creates like little entanglements or areas of little hot spots, if you will. And so until we can locate those hot spots in our subconscious, because we've numbed out to them, we're not really sure that they're even there anymore. Um, but as we can locate those with the sound waves by hearing that discord or sensing that resistance, we can then sit with them and allow them to be grounded back in and allow them to be naturally integrated without having to actually experience the emotion firsthand again or the experience. It's not to say that the emotion might not come back in like the dream state. And that's actually one of my favorite things is allowing the integration to happen in the dream state because we're just the observer there. We don't have to actually experience it. We can just observe and let it go. 
And so our subconscious has a really nice way of allowing us to naturally heal in our dream state if we're actually able to sleep well enough to get there. Yeah. Have you heard, I wonder after a biofield tuning, do people have more vivid dreams or these like experiences because of this vibrational transition they've made? Oh, they absolutely do. That's something I always tell my clients at the end of a session is just to monitor your dreams. I love dream journaling. That's super helpful to show us our themes and what we're processing, but even just the awareness of knowing that if something does come up in the dream, it's just meant to be integrated. It's not coming back and it's not harm there to harm us. It's just a message wanting to get its voice heard just like anything else. I'm curious because we're hearing about how these vibrations, sounds affect our, our biofield. But what about other biological processes in our body, our nervous system? How does sound and vibration affect our kind of gross body or physical? Yeah, that's a great question. So as we find ourselves listening to like happy tones or things that make us feel uplifted, we notice in our body that we relax, we feel better, we feel more upbeat. But from a science perspective, I mean, there's been lots of research studies that have shown that if you are in the sounds of nature, you're listening to natural tones, you will actually notice significant changes in people's blood pressure, a decrease in stress hormones, you'll notice their heart rate will get lower. So there's biological responses and physiological responses that we actually can document based on what people are listening to. If they're listening to heavy metal music or a leaf blower or anything that, that feels not so soothing that, to the energy field, then you really can notice a difference in the physiological responses that you can actually document and that have been documented. So mm -hmm. it's really interesting, even with the tuning forks that I use in particular, I developed a set of my own tuning forks based on the elemental tones of the natural elements. So fire, earth, air, and water, those tones are the building blocks. Those are the creation of all things to exist. And so I thought if those are what created us and that's our natural blueprint, it only makes sense that we'd want to introduce those tones into our biofield. And so by doing that, I was able to sense a, a big shift in people that when our body is triggered by those natural tones, it almost helps it to remember, oh, this is my natural way of being. This mm -hmm. is what I'm actually meant to feel like. This is how I'm naturally meant to behave. With the elemental tones, what I've noticed is it really reminds the body of how its natural state of relaxation feels. And it allows you to go back into that really state of home. It resets the nervous system and kind of allows everything to reharmonize and recalibrate. So it can be really helpful in showing the body how to naturally heal itself. That's amazing. And so cool that you made your own tuning forks based off of this knowledge. It, I know this is actually something we talked about at the networking event that I was just mind blown because you were talking about how there are specific frequencies that affect our body differently. And there are these more natural sounds that makes our body feel at home. But most of the world is set to a certain frequency that is not harmonizing. Is that right? Can you re-explain that? Because I remember just feeling so mind blown, but I don't think I can actually spit it back accurately. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's very interesting. So along the way, we've adjusted the universe or the standard tuning pitch, if you will, many times, but it used to be that it was 432 Hertz. And that for me is 100% natural. 
there is a findings with cymatics and different studies that have been done. And also if you just use Nikola Tesla's math, you'll find that actually the number nine is the number of God or nine is the only number that will actually give a completely symmetrical platonic solid or blueprint. If you, it's the only number that will give a completely symmetrical sacred geometry. And so once you realize that we're meant to be perfected, we're meant to be completely symmetrical. And so when we use symmetrical numbers and symmetrical frequencies with our body, we're reminding of it of its natural template and its natural blueprint. So what happened was, for whatever reason, that universal tone that we tune all of our instruments with worldwide was changed from 432 hertz to 440 hertz. So you can imagine, even though it's only a few hertz difference, it's a shift. And so what we've noticed is it causes chaos. It doesn't allow the nervous system to set it its natural state. If we could run at 432 hertz and we had all the instruments tuned there, we would go to concerts and we'd be naturally healing while we're there. How cool is that? They've used that. Ancients have known about this for since the beginning of time, and they've used these natural tones and drums and water and anything that's natural to naturally heal our bodies. That was the medicine. Sound was the medicine. And so now that we've gotten away from that natural ability to heal just by listening to music, it really does bring the question of why? And are we going to go back to 432 hertz someday? Would that probably be for the best and highest good? In my opinion, absolutely. So how do we get there? That's my question. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So the shift to 440 hertz, is that with just physical instruments or any, because I know there's a lot of more electronic music available now as well. So is that something musicians can tweak themselves? I've actually spoken to quite a few musicians about that because anything that's created like in the workshop or in the factory is tuned to the 440 hertz. So you have your pianos and your violins and anything that's tuned in the factory will be to the 440 hertz. But as far as like electronic music goes, they can make the choice, yes, to use the 432 hertz. But to my surprise, most of them don't. They don't know about that. And so as we talk about it, it really is kind of like a light bulb moment where people are like, wow, I'm going to try that now. Um, And so, yeah, it's something that's definitely, I think, up and coming where more and more awareness is going to start to spread that it really is the natural way to go about things is to use the 432 hertz. Any musicians listening, anyone who knows musicians, let them know to change it up to 432 hertz. (laughs) Heal the world. (laughs) Please. I love it. I'm just, I feel like this is information that is, yes, important for the world, important for people who want to do their own individual healing. How can people work with you? I know there's a couple of different ways they can. Yeah. So I am seeing clients in a couple of locations now. I have a home studio in Champlain. So for those coming from the Northern suburbs, that might be more convenient And there I see people through my afterglowenergyflow.com website. And then I'm also seeing clients at Sankalpa Therapy and Wellness Center in Bloomington for those that are further south. I'm seeing in-person clients at both locations. I also do virtual sessions. Those can be booked through my Champlain location on Afterglow. 
And I do offer various types of sessions as well. I offer private sessions, relationship sessions. I'm starting to offer a lot more group work, which I've really have a love for because I think that there's a lot of healing that happens in community. And so I've been doing groups, workshops, and classes, and this all works the same. I can tune the biofield of one person, or I can tune the biofield of the collective group just the same. So bringing these communities together and these workshops together has been something that I really have a love for. Yeah. And being able to share space, like we talked about earlier, how we can influence each other's energies. So to be in a room full of people who are all there with that same intention, someone right next to you might be a little more grounded than you are, but they can influence your energetic field. It's a (laughs) win-win. Absolutely. The relationship dynamic is also really interesting because as we have those closest to us and we share a relationship with them, a lot of our blockages are actually going to be mirrored by theirs. We attract what we need to heal within ourselves. And so when you work between two people in their, in their biofield, you can really have some profound results just from bringing that into harmony and kind of locating some of the blind spots that they're both not wanting to see. It's like they're mirroring it back and forth, but they don't know they're doing that. And so those are those everyday triggers. And so that's been something I've found to be really profoundly healing as well. Yeah, that's huge. I feel like that's been a topic of conversation with a couple of my friends, just how more on the negative side of if one person's feeling off, the other person then gets influenced by that. And it could be just this spiral, right, that you get stuck in. So to be able to do the opposite of that and have external influence of someone changing up your biofield, doing that together. Yeah, that makes so much sense that you'd be able to positively just progress together and harmonize, synchronize. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. I'm so grateful that you're doing this work, that you were able to sit down, have this conversation with me. I was really curious to learn more and I feel like I'm still just touching the surface, but it's really exciting to know that I've got you to reach out to if I've got more questions. (laughs) So we've got in the show notes, a link to work with Cole through her different spaces, her Instagram, her Facebook. So feel free to check that out. And then I also wanted to make sure Cole, before we sign off, if there is one takeaway that you would hope listeners walk away from this conversation with, what would you hope that would be? I think just sharing really the true value of self-love and we can love ourselves in so many different ways, but our energy is really the core of it all. And so if we can just come into a place where we're listening to our heart, we're listening to our body, our body's always going to tell us what we need in every moment If we can just really tune into the present moment and ground ourselves, that really is going to do wonders for our energy body. Meditation is something that can be scary or intimidating to some people, but actually meditation, what it really is, it's just sitting in the present moment and listening to any of the signs or any of the tension, anything our body wants to express to us. It's really just listening. And if we can just spend time just a little bit each day, really tuning into what our body needs and asking our body, what do you need today? How can I love you better? Just taking the time to do that each day is really going to make such a huge shift in your life that it's just profound, honestly. And I just really want to pass that along. Just taking just those couple of moments, so those couple of minutes each day to really listen in and really send some love to yourself. Beautiful. 
It was wonderful just to sit and hear that takeaway. I'm feeling a light buzz. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cole, for your time, for your energy. I had a lot of fun just hearing all the things that you're doing. And so I'm just grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm so grateful to be here and I'm honored that you asked me. Thank you so much for listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. Did you learn something new? Did you feel that spark of hope and excitement for what is possible? Because so much is possible. Tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcast. Not only would we absolutely love hearing from you, but these reviews help our ratings and help other curious minds like you find this resource. We are always better together. Thank you again and see you next time.